Welcome to the Minute Talks with Desi Schneider. Thank you for joining me once again to listen to that which I believe the Lord has laid on my heart to share for this day. And that is that our God, our Heavenly Father, the one that we are born again from, the one that we have now as a consolation in this hour, the very anchor of our life, our Heavenly Father, the one that has so loved us, the one that has called us by name, the one who has really sent us out into the world to be his offsprings, to represent him, our God is good and faithful. The one that has begotten us again to a living hope is good and faithful. Our God does not change his mind. He doesn't have a different opinion that suddenly shifted based on your performance in life. He's steadfast, immovable, always the same. Always the same because God is love. And God is ever patient and God is ever kind. He is ever merciful towards us to demonstrate his great love, his great goodness, his great faithfulness towards us. So no matter what we face in life, no matter how it feels, how it doesn't feel, which way it went, which way it didn't go, whether you're walking through a great disappointment or whether you're walking through a great joy, really at the end of the day, you have to know that you are His and that He is good and faithful to you, that He'll never leave you, He'll never forsake you, He'll never ever remove His hand of protection over you. He'll never take away His Spirit by whom you are now sealed and given a guarantee that you are his mighty Holy Spirit that now resides in you, is ever abiding in you, in you, encouraging you, encouraging you to trust God, to trust your good and faithful Heavenly Father. Good and faithful he is. The one that has called us into this walk of faith, in this life of faith, to give full expression to him. He is good and faithful to us. And really, that is how Paul lived life. That no matter what he went through, he knew that his heavenly father is faithful. That he never ever let him go. That he never ever give him over to the enemy to be destroyed. But God would always deliver him. That was Paul's persuasion. To know his heavenly father. To know his loving heavenly father. And so if we go here to 2 Corinthians, I used to read this a lot. There was a season in my life I was always found in this portion of scripture. It's chapter 1 from 8 to 11. Paul writes, For we do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, of our trouble which came to us in Asia, 
and he'll share of the hardship that he underwent in preaching the gospel, in standing for truth, in being a disciple of God, in being God's apostle. He suffered many persecutions for the gospel's sake, for Christ's sake. And so here he will encourage those in Corinth to not give up, to press through the hard moment that they were facing. For we don't want you to be ignorant, brethren, of our trouble which came to us in Asia, that we were burdened beyond measure. Do you feel today that you're burdened beyond measure? Well, so was Paul. Above strength, he felt his strength was fully sapped. So we despaired even of life. This is Paul writing this. Yes, we had the sentence of death in ourselves that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God. Let every moment bring you back to this truth that you trust God alone, that you do not rely on yourself, but you trust God alone that you today can entrust your life to him and he'll faithfully keep you in that which you entrust to him. So let's go back to verse 9. Yes, we had the sentence of death in ourselves that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God who raises the dead, who delivered us from so great a death, and does deliver us in whom we trust that he will still deliver us, you also helping together in prayer for us, the thanks may be given by many persons on our behalf for the gift granted to us through many. You see, this deliverance that we walk in daily, this saving grace, that we are constantly yielding to, that is keeping us, is to give God the glory. It is to give God thanksgiving for His keeping of us because, you see, we can't keep ourselves. There are moments in life where we also, as Paul, feel burdened beyond measure. no strength in ourselves. But you see, we don't live this life out of a carnal man anymore, but out of his strength, out of his life. And his life is faithful to keep us. His promise is true to us. His word is good to us and does good by us so that we can as Paul say, that he has in the past delivered us, that he is presently delivering us from every trouble, and he'll yet deliver us. So no matter where we find ourselves in life, we have the same confidence as Paul did, that these afflictions, these light momentary afflictions are really working for us a greater glory.
We, we don't trust ourselves anymore, but fully have given our life over to his keeping. Let's go to 2 Timothy. I love a, a portion of scripture here in um, chapter 1. Let's go to 13. Hold fast the pattern of sound words which you have heard from me in faith and love, which are in Christ Jesus. That good thing which was committed to you, keep by the Holy Spirit who dwells in us. You see, he's keeping us by us keeping unto his word. And that too is an enablement of the Holy Spirit. He says, that good thing which was committed to you, keep by the Holy Spirit who dwells in you. And so we're today to hold fast to the pattern of sound teaching. To never be dismayed and to never go into the world and entrust ourselves there in sinking sand, in vainless vanities, but we're to come back to the remembrance of who our God is. In chapter 2, Paul writes to Timothy, Remember that Jesus Christ of the seed of David was raised from the dead. He's the one that we trust, that, that raises the dead back to life. As he raised Jesus of the seed of David. From the dead, according to my gospel, for which I suffer trouble as an evildoer, even to the point of chains. But the word of God is not chained. That sound doctrine, that sound word that we're holding on by the power of the Holy Spirit is unchained. And so no matter what it seems like on the outside, you're holding on to liberty words that is setting you free because his truth sets us free. And so we are free indeed today. Therefore, I endure all things for the sake of the elect, Paul writes, that they also may obtain the salvation which is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. This is a faithful saying, for if we died with him, we shall also live with him. We have reckoned this outer man dead because we have partaken of this baptism of his death. So that through his raising back to life, we now walk in newness of life. That we now have a right to live with him and in him and he live in us. If we endure, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. He remains faithful. He remains faithful because he cannot deny 
himself. Romans 8 verse 18. I love this. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. And then Paul goes on to tell that all creation was subject to this curse of this fallen world. And now it's groaning and waiting on us, the sons of God, to walk in this demonstration of his love, demonstration of his power, the liberty in which we walk in because we're holding on to the unchained, sound, good word of God. And so today, let us mature. Let us run unto maturity, not giving up, not not forsaking truth, but being found in truth, knowing the truth is faithful to us, for God is truth. Knowing that love is faithful to us, for God is love. Knowing that His goodness is working in us, causing all things to come together in perfect orchestration to demonstrate the glory of God for our good because we are called according to his purpose because we are his children born of him and all of creation is waiting on this liberty stature that we now have in Christ to bring forth a deliverance even as we have been delivered from many a trouble we are presently being delivered and will yet be delivered as Paul said because we are living life from above we are not mere humans we're not going to live in the chaos of the trouble of the world but we will come back to the remembrance of the Lord Jesus Christ who was raised from the dead <laughs> so that we can have this testimony that we are his children. Let's go to verse 26. Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses. You see, as Paul taught Timothy, that we're keeping unto sound doctrine, unto the soundness of this word that never dies by the keeping power of the Holy Spirit. And so the Holy Spirit is strengthening us today to be doers of His will, to be really coming into an alignment for His purpose, for which He has brought us forth into the world. Let's finish that verse. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit Himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now He who searches the heart knows what the mind of the Spirit is, because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. We're not helpless today. 
We are not helpless today, but we have the help of the Spirit. And that's where we can come into verse 28 with great confidence to know. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to His purpose. Do you know this today? That He is good and He is faithful. That no matter what you face, whether you feel you're being stretched beyond measure, it is working a greater weight of glory. And that is to trust the living God. That no matter what you face today or yesterday or you're yet to face tomorrow, God is in you. God, the great deliverer, His saving grace resides within you today so that you will know it will be just good for me. It will be fine for me. All will be well today, tomorrow, and forever because I have a heavenly Father who is faithful to keep His promise to me. Glory be to God. Thank you for coming and listening to me once again on Dominion Talks with Desi Schneider. Be blessed.